At the foot of the stairs, the boy paused and then swung the horse toward Broadway. House keys were pinned to the plastic pommel of his saddle, for the boy lacked a whole pocket in the pair of shorts, which was all he wore. The rider moved east on Broadway, propelling his horse with bare feet, his feet distinguishing by instinct between the glittering of fresh raindrops and the sheen of the triangles of broken glass which littered the sidewalk. The wagon, its rear wheels not turning, scraped over the concrete. Behind this caravan, a wild dog pack appeared, led by a dissolute German shepherd with a lame front leg. The pack made a formal pass at the door of the Broadway diner, where a large man in white appeared like a cuckoo out of a clock, slinging dishwater. The lead dog avoided the splash with casual ease and moved the pack along Broadway. The dogs loped past the boy without one head turning to inspect him. The boy followed them more slowly, passing down the block and out of sight. Within the half hour, he was returning home, horse moving briskly, wagon loaded with prizes from the street, a square of mirror, barely chipped, four tapered dowels from an abandoned bedstead, a Super Bowl still live. On the north side of Broadway, Larkin was sitting in the doorway of his building, his first cup of coffee cradled in his hands, watching sunrise diffuse light along the street. He saw the boy guide his horse down Bedford Avenue and turn the corner, making good time. Larkin yawned, and opening his eyes again, he noticed that the boy had begun to miss beats with one leg, his left. The boy crossed his leg over his saddle and scrutinized the sole of his foot, went on, flinched, and stopped again. Glass in the foot, Larkin thought, wiping his eyes once more. The boy abandoned his horse and went at a queer, fast limp toward the Berry Street tenement, already setting up a howl for mother. Larkin's newly cleared eyes focused on the keys pinned to the plastic horse. Mentally, he debated his policy of non-interference, then set his coffee on the door sill and crossed the street. He took the horse by its plastic ear and went awkwardly stooping after the boy. Around the corner, he could see him being received by a bag-shaped woman in a pink print dress. Larkin stopped and straightened up and indicated the horse with its disregarded cargo. The woman spoke to him in Spanish, revealing snaggle teeth and no meaning he could discern. The keys, Larkin said. The woman spoke again, more rapidly, jerking one hand. The other held the boy tightly by his upper arm. Larkin had no Spanish. No habla, Larkin said. No se habla. He bent and shook the key ring against the horse, making noise. The woman made a fast move for the keys, and Larkin went away. Back on Bedford Avenue, a small, unlucky-looking mouse was contemplating his coffee from a distance of inches, and Larkin flushed it into the street.